Okay, welcome to chapter two, everybody. After party number 19. This one's a, so far a real page turner. <laughs> How about 19? 19 work for you? <laughs> so back after a little break after the holidays, we had uh, some time off, little recap episodes going on, which had some, uh, was, was pretty good. Anybody want to talk about the recaps? At all, since we haven't really been on mic since we've uh, since we've done those, it's been yeah, a long time. Yeah, I thought they went well. They seem to be very popular. People are eating them up, so that's that's um, good to see. Well, hopefully, somebody, some people listening to this have started with the recaps. Maybe they can let us know if it actually worked the way we wanted them to. Yeah, because yeah. they were a fucking bitch to put together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we had the easy job and Leland yeah. had the hard job, as usual. I think all the hard work you put into it paid off because I they it I think it's a really good. It definitely serves the purpose that they're there for. It's it's a great synopsis of a ton of content. Really, like it's impressive that we were able to crunch it into two short episodes like that. We liked it so much we started doing intros like that. Exactly. I was I was very worried that it would be crazy long and really really struggled with making something like concisely conveying some of the bigger points of the story so far but still making it so it didn't read like i was reading a checklist (laughs) like bullet points of (laughs) went here okay then they went here then they went there then they fought this then they met that (laughs) but there's still a lot that you wouldn't know everything if you only listened to the recap. So you really should go back and start at chapter one or a very That's, first episode. Yeah, I, there is a ton of interesting and funny details that you just don't get with the recap. And there was no, there wasn't then, there wasn't a way to, to put them in, right? Otherwise, it yeah. would have been five hours, six hours. You hour can't recap. reproduce that. No, no, you just can't. I'm hoping that some people will listen to the recaps and be like oh this is a this is a fun show i want to hear this stuff firsthand and go back and listen to it because i've re-listened to all of our older episodes and there's a ton of awesome storytelling and funny crap that happens yeah i mean i listened to a bunch of them like as i was preparing the recap right and a lot of the dialogue in there was that was quote like quotes from you guys from the episode yeah, I remember being like, Bryn wouldn't say that. And you're like, literally, That's Bryn exactly said that. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I just quoted you. I'm like, ah, dang it. No, I, yeah, I was su- super happy with them. I think you guys all did excellent with your, your voiceover work with your lines as well. They, everything turned out really well. That was fun. I enjoyed doing that. So, uh, yeah, it was a good memory jogger for me because I forgot a lot of the stuff that went over. <laughs> so we took a break from playing as well, like a little bit, a couple weeks over Christmas. And uh, we came back to how Chapter 2 opens. That is yeah. like, that is the start of a play session. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. Chapter 2, uh, Episode 57, starts out in the cave with uh, Wes fighting Gozer Thuft. Brindle and Uncle Uncle Vernette, Vanette, sorry, Uncle Vanette. The anti party. And uh Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, it I was pretty much thinking that might be a TPK there for a little bit. <laughs> I hear ya. I was it very was not worried. looking good. Yeah. You know what? That fight for me, that fight had so many ups and downs because 
the first two <laughs> big things that happened to that like AOE stuff that they used, you all saved on. Like Brendel's Screech, um, uh, Vanette's Breath Weapon, Th- uh, Thuff's Fear Gaze. I mean, half of you saved on that. But like you guys were saving like great. Oh, the Fireball too. You all, the three of you, everybody but Shav, like saved easily and took half like i'm like oh okay <laughs> they're gonna mop up <laughs> nothing's <laughs> happening to them <laughs> well then evard's black tentacles came out and the tables turned yeah well that just shows how how quickly the dice can turn a game too right absolutely. because Ev- Bla- those black tentacles they do 3d6 damage when they get you yeah, and you rolled an 18 bludgeoning damage. I rolled damage. max on Falsey. I think a 14 the second time on Falsey. <laughs> yep, just pummeling the glass cannon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had an 18 and then a 15 on Falsey, and then you had a 14 <laughs> on Bryn, but she took half. But uh, yeah, it that's some major damage. Yeah, um, was taking this down. So, okay, what's funny is later Falsey's first fireball. I think his 8d6 fireball did 16 damage to th- 18 damage to that's th- right that's <laughs> yeah, he rolled uh keeps calling himself a glass ones. cannon i mean he's got the glass part definitely i know <laughs> honestly the past probably at least three or four times i've cast fireball i just i'm looking down at a dice tray full of ones like it's <laughs> it's ridiculous the odds of me rolling as many ones and twos it's just bad guess we need to buy more dice. <laughs> a few more sets. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we had uh, some back and forth, really, between Thuft being really the, the one that was the toughest to kill of the bunch. Um, you know, Brindle was a little tough. I think what saved us was, was uh, you know, getting rid of the spell, um, breaking his concentration, finally. Or I think what we would have lost Falzer in the next round. Yeah, that was brilliant. Sure, I so. had not thought of that at all. Um, so I'm glad that you did. I yeah. I, I, just, I had thought of it, but I didn't, yeah. I knew there was no way I was getting in there, and there was no point. So, uh, But I thought I was going to you know, get killed as soon as I went around there. There was even a point where I think I, had, I was down to like one or two hit points, and I was going to take a health potion. And I knew if I didn't, if I took my whole action to do that, Brendel would, would do something nasty, so... I did a Hail Mary and hoped we killed him. And we got lucky. And I mean, you were down too, yeah. Yeah, then I went down immediately after that. I remember exactly why I went up in melee combat against him. Because as Bryn, I hadn't got to use, other than produce light, my little stupid cantrip, I hadn't used any of my magic yet. And I have the reaction of um, absorb elements. So like, I wanted to get up and absorb elements taking some of the incoming energy and I can use it on my next melee attack but I don't usually play melee so that's why I went up melee against him ah. so that's how that that's how that all happened was me trying to use my magic <laughs> instead of my bow <laughs> yeah but I ran up by thuft yeah that's right and that's why I did basically that's how oh, I ended up in the situation I was in instead of in the back yeah well but yeah that's- <laughs> Was a poor choice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
The funny thing is, I don't think that any choices are necessarily poor, but it's all, like, everything comes together, and then that's just how it plays out. And we've oh, yeah, talked about this off mic, but basically you can't, you can't let the game get in the way of a story. So if Bryn died, she died. Like, you don't, I don't know. You right. Just, you just have to go with it. Well, I mean, the way that all came down, you know, Shakara had a critical fail. And the yeah, long bring sword that up again. Went over and uh, you know hit Bren, but then immediately after, you know, Bren failed the death. It was Bren's turn. Is, yeah, yeah. Any any other scenario would have been able. We would have been able to stabilize you. Yeah, totally. Bill and I were totally unaware of that rule as well. So I mean, it's it's etched in our minds forever now. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first time that's ever come up in our campaign. That's so. yes, because I was just going to say that's exactly right. That. Uh, it's like replaces like uh, the coup de gras, coup de grace. Like 4E had a special rule. I'm sure, I think past editions too, Where you right? Could just right? Smush yeah, like, and... yeah, you just go up to an unconscious dude and they're just toast, right? You yeah. Just yeah. Drive them right through and, and finish them. I mean, I'm not mad at Shakara. I never was mad at Shakara. I was just mad at the whole situation that day. Understandable. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was definitely not personal at all, but I will say that I took dying personal. <laughs> I was, I was like truly grieving. I don't know, and I, it, I didn't expect it. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. I know you guys saw me like we're playing. You guys were continuing on to play, and I would just like leave the mic for a little bit, go get a snack. Like I just couldn't yeah. sit still. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. I thought it was the best ending. To any episode that we've had, oh, when yeah. Leland stops the music, and you hear the dice roll, oh. and Bryn's dead. That, that, was <laughs> that was the good. most dramatic ending. ending I think we've ever had. I was so yeah. nervous, but I knew, so Bill and I are now recording in separate rooms of the house. I knew that I, I couldn't lie on the die roll, but I wanted to so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there watching me. I've heard say that it's when you're playing D and D, your your character more so belongs to the story than it does to you. So you you have to be willing to let them go um, when it's the right time, right? And and the the character belongs to the shared story, so in a way, it belongs to everyone. So if you just are always hanging on for dear life and doing, you know, obviously you want to play your character intelligently, but play your character true to that character and if those actions lead to a situation where they end up um you know having something like this happen that's that's part of the storytelling what were your words falls in we're in a tactically poor situation Bryn. so <laughs> fallsy started off and maybe maybe bill as well a little bit being a little <laughs> bit perturbed because Bryn had gone stomping into this room and like basically you know prevented any opportunity for us to get the jump on any bad guys um and then that quickly changed to me and Falsey feeling pretty guilty that that Bryn had died in this in this goose chase that we're on that she probably wouldn't be in if it weren't for Falsey and yeah so I think he's still harboring some guilt over over Bryn dying even though Maybe there wasn't a lot that he could have done to change things, but yeah, 
that uh, the last part is certainly true. It is definitely Falzern's fault that you were all down there. And Bryn took the time to save Falzern's life, and then yeah. instead of doing Bryn the favor back, he chose to cast a spell instead. I was down and unconscious, and he chose to cast a spell instead. Yeah, so I... If, I, if that's true to Falzern, it's part I of the story. I thought about that it a lot afterwards and, and did feel bad. But in the moment, I I thought Bryn had at least a couple more rounds. Did she shut up? <laughs> I think Falzern probably, you know, assumed that... Well, from Falzern's standpoint, he was almost dead. And I think Shaft may have been down as but well at that to, point. To, to, to even down, think yeah. of the, the whole fight in rounds, Bill, is that metagamey? Yes, it is. To be like, well, sure. she's yeah. got three rounds. Um, but I think it, it it's reasonable that Falzern sees Shaft's down... Now Bryn goes down, Shakara's looking beaten up, and I'm probably one hit away from being down. So if we don't kill the immediate threat, all of us are going to die. There's no chance of saving anyone. That's kind of how I was playing it. That's how Shakara was thinking too. As much as I wanted to run up and save Bryn, and as much as Falsey wanted to, he thought that if he did that and gave the enemy a chance... And they took out Shakara. He was next because I was one hit away from death. But it sucks. Well, we don't know. Bryn could come back, you guys. Maybe. It has yet to be revealed. <laughs> that is true. If you have the cost, which whatever. So how many how many hit points were you down to, Bill? How many hit points did you have left? Um, it was very few. I forget how many, but um, I think I was. Didn't Bryn give me a health potion? Chapter two? Yeah. It would have been less than 10 hit points, I think. And what about you, Emily? I don't remember, but it was low. Maybe like 12, maybe. I don't remember. So we were probably within 20, 21 hit points of a TPK. Yeah. That's the closest we've ever been. That would have been it. Where, where Leland kept saying, you guys will be fine. You'll be fine. Because, well, like I said, we had this break, and we knew what we were going back into, and you kept telling us we'd be fine. Right. <laughs> so, it was not fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I know that we reveal a bunch of stuff in the afterword. I don't really know how much I kind of want to reveal about this fight. I mean, I certainly was designed to be very difficult as... Uh, if you're if you're using the recommended encounter builder, it would probably have been classified as a deadly encounter. I mean... Uh, it, this was a deadly, I mean, look at what happened. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I will say that Brendel, uh, certainly had a use for Falzerin, even to the end. Yeah, he wouldn't have killed him. I, uh, of course had, dep- I had, you know, plans for however that fight Which Bryn knew about, out. but Bryn dead now, girl. <laughs> Bryn listened and knew about that plan. Knew what Brenda was after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, to, to Bill's point about Bryn <laughs> shooting off a, a, at her mouth and just charging in, well, I mean, this was very clearly an ambush. Like, Thuft led you guys there. And while, yes, that was a stupid thing for Bryn to do, ultimately, you were fucked anyways. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that fight was happening anyways. Uh, yeah. Of course it was. I think I, think, um, I was a little bit perturbed because... Um, Falsey ended up being right up at the front. Yeah. Stomping into this. <laughs> and, you know, 
he always hangs back just in case something like this happens because it doesn't take much to put him down. So uh, he was kind of dragged right into the heat of battle in this situation. But it was a small space, all it things was very considered, confined. anyway. Yeah. yeah, so who knows if it would have made any difference. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Well, let's hope they all burned up so we don't have to see them again. Oh, well. <laughs> Should we talk about the fact that Leland said there was loot in that room that we did not uh, look for? He didn't look say for? that. He said we didn't look for it. Oh, he said, Who's, okay. who knows what's underneath the bodies? I thought he said there was loot under the bodies, but... There was bags and bags <laughs> of platinum just underneath all those bodies. And magical weapons. That cave system is fairly extensive, and you guys did not see very much of it. So who knows yeah. what else was down there. You keep doing that. You keep making extensive cave systems that we don't explore. Uh-huh. Yeah, when we have like two hit points left. This, yeah, well, this one's quite not quite as extensive as the uh, the the goblin's cave, the goblinoid cave. <laughs> I really want to sure. go back <laughs> to that goblinoid cave, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I want to keep the story moving forward, but... If this were a video game I was playing or something, I'd be all about going back to all these side quests for sure. Yeah, but actually, um, so doing that encounter, I learned, listening back to it, I'm like, okay, that was a, that was a challenging encounter for me to run because I was basically running four characters, right? They were, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of basically, it's, it's very similar to them having uh, it, there being four different monsters, but still, even so, that's like four different stat blocks you're bouncing back and forth from and keeping track of and figuring out, you know, because they're not just stupid beings like, um, uh, what was the order? There was an order of something. Oh, yeah, Brendel's Screech. Had you guys failed, that would have given you like disadvantage on everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. And then Vanette and Thuff would come up after you've been affected by a screech, laying out some gross breath weapons and fear tactics, right? You basically thought we'd get captured, correct? Uh, there's There was a possibility that you guys could have gotten captured. You know, the funny thing is, like, if more than maybe just two of you had gone down at once, you all actually might have survived, maybe, because they would have took you for sacrifice. So yeah. we, well, we would have survived, to, survived to the sacrifice, yeah. Well, exactly. You would have been... <laughs> Fed to Kray Lakina. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so plus four to all saving throws, including death saves. We all got that now, right? Plus right. four yeah, 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 to yeah. every saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that leads us into uh, to 58, right? Well, where are we... Uh... Oh, did you have something else? Well, should I was we going to say, um, Brendel... Faulty has just discovered that Brendel is not Brendel. And, um. No, he's Brendel. He's always been Brendel. Has Brendel's he, been Brendel. For how long has he been a deep scion? Well, I don't know. Since Elena started accusing Falzerin of being a deep scion, duh. How long and do then, deep scions live? Do they have extra then long Leland lives? Then Leland was like, good idea, Elena. <laughs> yeah so so how how much of this you know i mean i guess ever since we've met up with him in this campaign he's been you know just getting any information he wanted to get out of Falsey and 
maybe relaying it to other people. Who knows? Certainly not been helpful. He has not yet. So I'm pretty shook, to be honest, that my best friend in the whole world is a deep scion. Speaking of best friends, I thought it was super cute that Thuff was still loyal to Gozer, even though they were both dead. Right? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> even though he had no face, he had like no skin on his face or whatever yeah. he said. Gozer still yeah. loved him anyway, skinless or not. <laughs> So we're not going to touch on the death Oh, yeah, we can talk about it. Okay, so Shakara, if I was within how many feet of Shakara? Ten. Ten Ten feet. feet, which I was because you swung and hit me on accident. You were basically kind of off to the side of where Thuft was, so I think you were just within ten feet. If I was within ten feet, I would have added four to my death save. I rolled a seven, which would have made it an eleven, but in the heat of the moment... No one remembered. <laughs> For some reason, I have a disassociation from death saves being saving throws. I think of yeah. them as two different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. It is funny how you how that works, right? So I would have just made it with an 11. But it's, it is what it is. Like I said, you can't. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, we all sort of had a discussion a while back about Chapter 2. We're sort of moving away from the rules, you know, part of the show where we're going to you know, yeah. you know, go back and, and double check happen. all that stuff. And uh, I think we all sort of agree. And, I, and I've and i talked to some other people that have, have games that they play too. You know, retro and things back once you find out that you made a mistake. I think we all sort of agree. If we don't remember as players, uh, you know, it's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Especially on a podcast because it's really hard to go back, you know, especially a couple of sessions prior you pretty much have to record it. I mean all if over anything again, right? then I'm in Falzerin's bag of holding suffocating, right? So I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, you're dead no matter what. <laughs> you're dead now. Yeah. I'm double jointed and dead. Right. Well, so I mean also chapter one, again, because it was more geared towards a learning experience, like uh when I remembered myself, I was very quick to pipe up about abilities that would be useful or helpful in the in their time of need. And obviously mm-hmm. in chapter two, I will not be doing that anymore, even though it's hard to break those habits myself, because in that first episode, there was a point where I said to Elena, you sure you don't want to attack Brendel? And Brendel had those tentacles Ooh. up and killing Falsey. <laughs> I yeah. took a second to be like, mm, why don't you attack Brendel? She's like, oh, I want to, but <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So old, old habits. I do remember hard, that. But... Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what were you saying, John? Episode 58? <laughs> well, is there anything else we want to touch on as far as Moving you know on. stuff that happened in the uh, in the cave? I mean, I think there was a couple things listening back, like you know uh, when Falzern uh, did the uh, fireball, you know, making sure I couldn't remember if I was outside of that range or not, and we had that discussion. Luckily, I was. He didn't have to sculpt for me, or I would have also taken a couple more death saves. And that's another thing. You know, when you're listening, you don't see what's on the screen either, what we're looking at on the map. Right. And sometimes it's hard to know where everybody's located and if they would get those extra bonuses or not. Uh, so when you're listening to it, it's hard to tell. Right, right. And Yeah, and if we're not about to break down. Yeah, okay, I'm going to step here. I'm 10 feet away from Bryn. I'm 10 feet away from Shakara. Now I'm 5 feet away from Thuft. I am standing. Here you go, listener. Here's your spatial awareness yeah. test. I am right. Where am I? <laughs> Send us that's an email exactly and right. tell me where Shaft is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
there's a it's nice to try and describe things, but there's a point where it becomes detrimental to the sure. listening experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so that that moves us into the next session, uh, in too deep, where we start out. I think we finish off. Uh, Shakara finishes off Thuft with a smite, um, with some help, with minimal help from the fireball. Uh, like he does, uh, mm-hmm. rolls four ones as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we have the stuffing Bren into the bag of holding experience, which uh, <laughs> I, th- I think. Is all right. That's a good way to to carry somebody to led to the to, led to the uh, revelation that she's double jointed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bryn is like she was super practical in life, you know. So I don't think she'd be offended. No. You just uh, you guys keep an eye on what Falsey does with that body, though. If he, just in case he doesn't take the <laughs> double jointed <laughs> What? It comes crawling out. <laughs> Engage in some <laughs> no. necromancy. He doesn't have, yeah, he doesn't have Isabella's book anymore. He sold it. Did you remember to close your bag of holding before you jumped in that black water? I hope so. Oh boy. <laughs> Ooh, the black water touching a dead body. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rabbit test. Think about that. So then uh, we head on. We all decide to get the hell out of there because we're about dead. No way to take a long rest. Or even really a short rest, because the the smoke was bellowing out, and and we didn't want to go down a, a pathway that we didn't know where we were going. We didn't want to find the treasure. Yeah, yeah. no no point in having a treasure. And we hear the chanting um, from the other room as we head out the hall. Uh, we see some people coming down the hallway, which happens to be an old friend of Shaft's, Surma, and some cultist, and. Shaft pretty much says, hey, you guys go hide while I try to take care of the, the situation. Um, luckily, you guys didn't stay hidden and you followed. <laughs> or uh, there might have been a lot worse situation there in the end. <laughs> well, what I loved about that was, like, after after what had just happened, like this Brendel betrayal and Shikara killing Bryn. Hey! Just like... Okay, just I can't tell you why, but stay here. You just gotta trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, I think Shakara somewhat trusts Shaft at this point, and I don't see there's any reason why you wouldn't. She doesn't dr- distrust Shaft. Yeah, I also think when Shaft said to the two of them, "I can explain why I'm down here." Instantly, like, me listening to all this, I'm like, what? I need to hear what's going on. And that's where I was like, man, now that I'm listening, I would listen to our podcast. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I think I think Shaft knew he wasn't going to be able to help them. And uh, so we went out and uh, saw my old, uh, my brother Danzig, which was, I guess, sort of uh, some information, I, I guess, Shakara and... Bryn didn't know, but I had shared this in the past with Falzrin. So uh, he wasn't too shocked to know this, I assume. Right, Falzrin? Yeah. And really, I don't think Shakara would had any reason to have any, one way or the other, know anything about it. I don't think we ever I talked about Zanzig to her. Bryn didn't really have a reaction. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I will say... Danzig uh, was a pretty happy-go-lucky guy, really. I wasn't expecting uh, 
how excited he was to see Shaft. I think yeah. you got lucky there because you kept saying we the whole time you like, you were talking to them. You're saying we. And I'm like, stop saying yeah. we because at some point, Leland's yeah. going to be like, we who? I only see one person here. Yeah, but uh-huh. you know what? I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned it. And that's when I went, oh, I, hell, I did it. But don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we were pretty much in a no-win situation in that uh, sacrifice. There was nothing. I mean, it went through my mind possibly to stab, you know, Surma or something. But we would just die. There's, there's no way we were fighting. So... The only thing I think I could come up with was to do the ritual out of order and somehow hope that would solve the problem. Yeah, no, that was you didn't. a good idea. Really, Shakara <laughs> should have been super concerned about all of your actions. Every action that you took, you going in there, you knowing these people that are obviously the bad guys, and you doing the ritual, that really should have set off some alarm bells for for me and for... Probably for Falzerin too, but maybe not as much. But I mean, that's well, all super shady. Not till after we were finished playing. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a second! That's right. Wait, wait a second! <laughs> that's not as good. long as you remember that as Shakara moving forward." Yeah, it's it, that's uh, that's really questionable actions there. Which you, ex- I think you explained them all, but. I think it adds a bit more layer to the character of Shaft that that the other party members are forming, right? Like Falsey knows that he's got a bit of a shady background, but this is more more evidence to support the fact that Shaft has knows some people from low places and who who knows what he gets involved with. Just because Shaft's brother strayed down a terrible dark path i mean is that really to reflect upon shaft himself i don't think that's very fair no 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 but like i can see where shakara saw shaft oh yeah no no i totally get so absolutely shakara or emily playing shakara if shakara was in a situation of kill or be killed what do you think she would do like i honestly don't think shakara would kill somebody that didn't that was innocent I think she would try and fight and a, give it's her a life. Their life and, versus and your life. She would die. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's the paladin. Yep. So Shaft's not that way. So nope. as you saw, <laughs> I was, I was trying to give you a, as I looked over to see if you were there, and you were both. Well, I think Falzern rolled a one, so he was yeah. standing in the middle of the hallway <laughs> waving at me. <laughs> Yeah, the idea was to somehow give you a nod to, hey, I'm going to cause a distraction. You guys yeah, make it to get the water. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how to mouth it. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, I don't think Shakara was in wanting to go in that water uh, but for any reason. Um, luckily, Falzerin drove, drove her, uh, dragged her into the water, apparently, yeah. Because yeah, you are going to So, yeah. So the idea, I thought, I'm not getting out of killing this guy. So I'll, I'll kill him out of order and then run like a madman to go jump in the water with Kray Lakina as a, uh, as a psycho. So they would, from, my, from their perspective, I'm either dead because the Kraken killed me 
or, uh, you know, I never came back either way. So that, that was the idea. What I didn't think about when I did it was I couldn't see shit once I got in the water. So <laughs> I had a half an hour of, of sitting down at the bottom waiting until I died. <laughs> or, or you guys better get in there and give me a light. Yeah, that well, is Well, wouldn't funny. you still float? I'd, I'd swim down to the bottom. I wasn't going to pop but, my head back up. <laughs> but before your like potion wore off, let's say you did sink down there and wait it out. Like, you could just float back up before your potion was done. Yeah, I'd probably to my death, right? They would they would kill me more than likely. Well, he, that's the thing, though. Falzerin using a light also put a target on there, but, like, it shows the monster where you are, right? Well, it certainly helped the crabs find us. I mean, unless the crabs can <laughs> yeah. see in the dark. Yeah. I, yeah, so that's the next thing. We, we sort of work our way out. And then run into these, all, you know, already almost dead. And then Leland likes to give us some crabs to fight. That was ridiculous. <laughs> way for real, though, like, sitting back, I was like, just let them live. Like, <laughs> how we were all going to be fine. It's like, really? I really thought for a moment Falzern wanted to fight them, um, the crabs. You were hitting them a few times. And I thought, all we can do is get away. Well, I I tried to, I wasn't sure what it was at first. And so I wanted to fire off another firebolt um, and illuminate it to give me a bit better look. Then Leland makes me roll an attack roll. And I'm like, why am I rolling an attack roll? After I just said, I don't want to hit it. And then I roll a good attack and then I hit it. And he's like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, what? Okay. So here, this is, this is the thing. So. It's so big. The logic with you you casting a firebolt, you need to make a roll to try to target something, to put it at a exact point that you are aiming for. Right. Regardless of what your intended effect with it is, why would I not make you roll that, right? Sure, yeah. And you sense. didn't say, I'm going to try to aim maybe five feet next to it. You said, I'll put it, you know, this the same way that I just, like you literally said in that episode, I'm going to shoot the same direction that I just did. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, what, I don't know what you were, what else you were expecting. To be able to, <laughs> not seeing what you're shoot at and then put it right above the thing's head so you don't, don't make it angry, but you still get what you want. No, buddy, come on. That's not how, yeah. that's not how life works. <laughs> I, I, I'm betting if Made I had missed a it a story. second time around, it wouldn't have made any difference anyway, but. Yeah, I, I thought we were dead there again too. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how we did it. I, d I did like when you, I think you got up into the boat and then you shot firebolt down into the water, to uh, sort of guide our way, which pretty much just showed the crabs where you were, and then they came yeah. after us at, at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. See, and, and then the reason that you didn't have to roll an attack when you wanted to put a firebolt next to the boat is because you could see the boat you could very easily put your arm you know away from the boat completely right. away from the boat yeah no i understand yeah. that you need to um do some sort of mechanic to if i if i ask or if i want to do something that's going to require a little bit of difficulty i mean the easiest way to resolve that is roll a die and see what happens yeah yeah but i mean kind of uh, not, yeah now that she's just thinking back of it Maybe you should have hit it if you had missed. You know what I mean? Like the opposite. Like if yeah, you did yeah. shit oh, the bed, yeah. then you would have hit it maybe. 
But again, you like you couldn't see it though, right? You didn't really couldn't really know where right, it was. Yeah. Uh, they all made it in the boat. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> Miraculously, fine. most of you, three quarters of you are fine. It was like the javelin throw, right? The javelin throw went into the darkness. Right. We look, with this happened. deadly encounter that you planned, were you surprised that someone died? I was just as shocked when Bryn died as was everybody was. And the night after we played, I was literally lying in that's bed. Not, like, that's kind of I'm like, not answering the question. Oh, no. I'm like, Bryn's, Bryn's dead. Like, well, we won't see Bryn anymore. <laughs> like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, were, would you have been surprised that someone died? That, like, anyone? I, that's I, what the question was. That's, that's honestly hard to answer because... Because I guess my money would have been on Falzerin as all. I think all our money would have been on Falzerin dying. And Falzerin was the one that brought us on this, like, little wild goose chase, all these different things. Well, okay. So, to to, to, to that point... I I would have been very surprised if Falzerin had died because Falzerin, uh, I mean, as oh, far right. as he as far as Brendel's That's concerned, right? right Brendel, right. yeah, maybe want to incapacitate Falzerin, but he certainly wasn't. His goal wasn't to murder Falzerin, and by then, by extension, it wasn't going to be the goal of the zombie party to murder Falzerin. Maybe the rest of you. And hey, if you can keep take some of you alive for sacrifice, that's just a bonus. So I would have been surprised if Falzerin had died. You know what? Listening back, I mean, now we all know the information Brendel was trying to get out of Falzerin. Although Brendel doesn't tell Shikara and Shaft, hey, knowing the Tritons is what Brendel wanted to know. Yeah, Falzerin. He doesn't say that. No. But you guys know about the Tritons Mm -hmm. now. And what was the comment, Bill? I was... (laughs) I was going over and over in my mind. He Shakara asked me, um, so after I had explained that, um, dare I say it, dare I say it again, swim fast. I'm really good at swimming and holding my breath breath. underwater. (laughs) I legitimately cut out two instances of you saying that. And it was still in there like three times. I'll find ways to and work then, it into future episodes. Don't worry. I just love, I love just Shaft like picking his nails. Like, okay, big whoop. We know yeah. you <laughs> swim fast and you breathe underwater. All I remember <laughs> is that Falzerin was caught saying, "I'm still the same. I'm still a blank." But instead of saying what he is, he said, "Oh, I am no, still the race that, that I that's, was." Uh, that was because of editing. Uh, he did say uh, normally I because I'm a half up, but I think he like bumped he bumped this table and it was a, a mic bump or something that I tried to dang get rid it, of. I thought so I, I caught him in a no, lie. No, I sorry, that's Bill that was, was a Triton. That was because of editing. Because I, I mean, accused him of being a Triton and he, he gave me a smirk that I thought was He may be a Triton. I mean he could be. So I look at uh, session fifty nine was was very it was the bookkeeping of uh, <laughs> of this batch of three for sure because for sure. exactly man it a took you happened. idiots a long time to figure out you wanted to go to places holy hell <laughs> <laughs> you probably even cut some of it out it was pretty long no I mean it's pretty much what it was in its entirety but I just love like it's so typical you guys like. Shafts suggest like, okay, Shakar, just get on your horse and go. Like, we'll be cool. And Paul's just like, no, 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 we're not gonna be cool. Come on, <laughs> look at me. I'm, I'm looking at my robes. I, Thinking tattered. back on that, I should have gotten on my horse and gone. I shouldn't have talked. But Emily doesn't like to split the party. 
is what was going on. Oh. Emily didn't yeah. want to split the party. Shakara would have gone. After so. someone, after Leland just threw everything he had at you. Yeah. Well, what if he didn't throw everything he had and there's more to come? That's what I was worried about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me and Shaft just sitting there twiddling our thumbs around a campfire and a big pack of orcs comes up on us. I figure if we could get an hour, we could roll some hit die and then we can at least run. Yeah. Right? And she wasn't going to let a whole city get destroyed by a kraken because she's worried about these two schleps that she's only known for a few days, really. She would jump on her horse, haul ass back, and let him know. And, you know, I was trying to say that without trying to say anything about how she's playing her character, right? Right. But then it you just eventually tough. did just say that. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't picking up on yeah. it. <laughs> No one was picking up on Shaft's, like, little things that episode. Like, his distraction. Yeah, that went right over my yeah, head. Yeah, tough. I didn't catch that that we were supposed to run when you made a big deal of killing the guy. There was about no it, so. way I was running out there after you killed that guy. It wasn't until Falzer did the fog cloud. There was no way I was going out there. I didn't think we the passed the stealth check of doing cloud. that. A very inspirational <laughs> fog cloud. <laughs> but not unanimously inspirational. That's right. <laughs> and I did actually want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, so let's you voted no, John. Why did you vote no on giving Falzer an inspiration? Well, there's there's two reasons. Number one, the more inspiration we give, the sooner you're going to get it. And I can't remember. Do you get five of them in a row, I believe now? Right? We get We hand out five. After you hand out five, the next five that you hand out amongst yourselves, I also get one. And then it resets. Okay. And then you get another free five. I think we got to start using it, you guys. Also, we also do. remember, we also made the house rule that a single uh, character can have more than one point of inspiration. We did. We I did? forgot about that, too. We did. Yeah, yes. we did. I forgot about that. So remember, remember that part of it, too. Why didn't Bryn have more inspiration? She should have had inspiration. Because then Leland would definitely have inspiration by now then. <sighs> yeah, but it, work, it works both ways. You Look at if what would have happened had Bryn had some inspiration. That's you guys could be dealing true. with her Potentially. Annoying, but... Potentially. And Thuff doesn't need inspiration to get crits. He was crit for days near the end of that fight. <laughs> yeah. He got that three crits true. and four attack rolls. Thuff was, was crazy. <laughs> My little yeah, thefty. it is a shame that we lost Bryn right where we did because she was, I think she was evolving as a character. I mean, she had taken this, taken a level of druid and I think she had got a new, a new perspective on things after her friend had come to her and that was interesting. I, I would have liked to have seen that played out, but. But you hated Bryn, so you're kind of happy. <laughs> I don't think it's Bill, fair to say that I hated Bill. Bill hated Bryn. I did not hate Bryn. <laughs> Bill hated Bryn. We would get done recording and he'd be like, Bryn is so annoying. <laughs> I did not ever say that. You're inferring. You heard it here first. I think it is a sad to see storylines end. Yeah. Though, right? Because, yeah. like, when Gozer died, there's really no reason to go back to the caves. When Bryn dies, you know, that all her motivations 
It, like, as soon as we got out of the cave and Shaft was up on Chori, he goes, well, let's get the hell out of here. There's no reason to go back and help anybody else. Let's go back to our original mission. Right? It's... For sure, Shaft is going to miss having that, like, second opinion that's likely agreeing with him. Plus, I doubled my money. With yeah, Yvonne. that is true. And then I, some, because you have that was Grin's one of the stash. first things I thought of. I was like, I remember thinking a thousand gold was too much to travel with, but now I wish I would have just spent it on crap that could have helped me not die. But I, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, everything you left it back at my place is uh, is now mine. And then if I finish the job, yeah. Well, Falzerin has seen what that job goes for on the job board. That's Keep true. that in mind. Um, John, you didn't finish your second point of why Falzern did not earn, or Bill did not earn that point of inspiration. Oh, right. So, yeah, I think, I tend to think, uh, that inspiration is more role play than it is doing actions that your character can do with, as skills. How is it not amazing role play, though, that he even thought to use Fog Cloud as a distraction? Because like, that's I what Fog Cloud is for. Fog Cloud I distinctly know, creates something that obscures visibility. It seemed genius to me because in the moment we it were was a very everything. good move. Not no, not denying it was a great yeah, it was yeah, a great, great thing to use sure. that spell for. Absolutely, exactly. Like in the moment, yeah. reason was out the window. All of us were like not on our game. We weren't thinking straight because Bryn just died and like. It was, yeah. I mean, I, no, no, I think the totally reason true. Inspiration's there in 5e is to promote role-playing. Right. Now, can you refresh my memory? Because I couldn't for the life of me remember why we gave you Inspiration, John. Because we did do it off mic. Because of what I was doing in the ritual. Okay. Going up, trying to... It was basically everything that happened right before they... Okay, did that's, that's what I assumed, but... Right. I couldn't but remember we did that getting you inspiration either, to be honest. Yeah, we did that after we got off. After we recorded, I believe we talked about it. I think that's fair. Um, and that's how I've, you know, other games that I've listened to, that's typically how they use inspiration too. It's, you know, if it's something that you're, a skill that your character has, something that you would expect your character to be able to do, um, that's not really how people typically use inspiration, but I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, think about it. And people have mentioned it before. If we all worked together as a team and, and had a good strategy, we would all be doing those things. And that would be the way we regularly play our characters. Yeah. We just don't do that. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're not very exactly. inspirational. <laughs> well, I mean, I vote for, I vote for handing out the next five, six or whatever without super thinking about Leland getting it and just it creating an interesting story for us and for him, yeah. like on one of his roles and one of ours. So like you said before, we don't think to use it. It's like this important thing we don't want him to have, but even though we have it, we don't really utilize it. So I think we it need could to really it change the story. Um, in the right instance, yeah. Like so, if you we use it at use the right it. time, yeah, exactly. But I think we're saving it up for things like in your your role for a death save. We were yeah. saving that. We're saving it for that instance, and then we just don't use it because you don't want to throw it away. You can't save what you don't have. Could someone use their inspiration on someone else? Uh, no, I think we said no. Uh, no. Okay. So that pretty much wraps up, uh, I think, all the episodes. We end with Shakara 
Um, heading off on, what's your horse's name? Buttercup. My little buttercup. Off to uh, Pisces to, um, what I call it, uh, Paul Revere it. Paul Revere yeah, it back Paul to. Yeah, Paul Revere it. That was, that was good. So, yeah, that's all. Do you guys have anything else? I just want to say the chanting was creepy. Oh, yeah. It, it did great job weird. on that. There was there was one though that was too high pitched and I and it was higher pitched before I I dropped it and I think it was still too high pitched but uh, yeah it sounded I liked it it was cool I thought it was good yeah I I I thought I thought all the sound on these last three were awesome the background music and and everything was was great so okay got some questions yeah. Uh, David Dave posted some things that we pretty much already went over. He said, did Leland expect the battle of the rotting corpses to go the way it did? Yes, we all learned that. So. <laughs> Was he expecting it to be that hard? I've learned, I've learned to not make expectations with you guys, though. Like, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that is kind of a reflection on you, but that's also <laughs> a, a reflection on uh, on my own... GMing skills growing, uh, like honestly, that encounter and the whole that whole cave system, I fell into a bunch of stuff that I know I shouldn't do, but I still just did it. Uh, like when when Gozer is making three attacks, and I'm like, okay, yeah, she's attacking with all three, and when Thoth's attack sh- uh, Shaft, you had like eight po- eleven points or whatever it was, and he double crit you. Like, I already committed to him hitting you with both attacks. That's something a DM shouldn't mm-hmm. do, right? Yeah. Because, to a point that Ian had brought up, um, technically, the first crit for Thuff put you down. His second one would then have imposed two two automatic sa- uh, failed Ooh, death yeah, saves. Yeah, I forgot about that. Now, in the moment, of course, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that. Because then I rolled them into one and <laughs> just give you a total. Because yeah. I didn't want that to happen to you. Because, again, if they could have taken you for sacrifice, that was, like, they weren't out to murder you. Now, you may have right. come across enemies that might actually try to put, when someone goes down, make sure they don't get back up. That's something that we have, you guys haven't really fought yet, though. Mm-hmm. It's always been something either mindless, like a beast, or somebody has some ulterior motive for the party. Right, there is an attack. You say I don't want to kill him. I want to. I want to knock him out. Essentially, that's well. Yeah, that's true. Right? I could do that too. But so you you could say Thuff. Yeah, you're right. Was yeah, trying that's, to do that. That's a really good point, actually. Shakara was just trying to knock me out. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. <laughs> Emily, it's not directed at you. It's directed <laughs> at a fictional character. <laughs> Anyway, David Dave also says, has the party ever considered working together to target and take down one foe at a time, thus reducing enemy attacks back against them? I made him uh, explain what he meant by working together, because that doesn't seem to be in our vocabulary. Sounds awful. (laughs) I, I would argue in that particular battle, we worked together relatively well. Yeah. Right? I mean, we we... Did split up a little bit, but I think it was to our advantage. If 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 Shakara and Shaft weren't over on either side, we wouldn't have been able to hit Brindle. We would have all been stuck and squeezed to death. And I think we I think we work pretty well together. Yeah, we're like we're saving each other and stuff. 
Falzern, what did yeah. you do that battle? Like other like so you cast two fireballs, right? You tried to escape from tentacles and then you got knocked out, right? Did you do something before Brendel put up the tentacles? Like did you get a spell off? I can't quite remember. No, I think all I had opportunity to do was those two fireballs that fight. I think you did shatter or something, didn't you? Oh, I did shatter, yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you shattered. And I know I know uh David Davis is us. asking that in jest. Because we are very dysfunctional, but I think I think especially with the addition of Shakara, um, I think Shaft and Falzern are growing a bit more, or at least Falzern is is growing a bit closer to Shaft and trusting him a bit more um, with the more time he spends with him. And I think Bryn was evolving as well. And I think we were. I could foresee if the party continued on, we'd become a bit more cohesive gradually as time went on but yeah i think so and now it's all gone to shit and we have to start over again <laughs> leland had to ruin it all <laughs> is that all he had where did he send those questions twitter oh okay he hashtagged it with after party ip oh way to, way to go david dave <laughs> was that all for him yeah well what were the other questions we had more yeah um jess sends her user her usual dictionary worth of dialogue here she had some great questions i think yeah. she's got good questions jessica keeps sending questions we kind of we kind of touched on how we were all coping and kind of re- reacted to to bryn's loss um she does ask elena how do you think your experience uh with bryn's death differs from emily's with gozer's death hmm. well one big difference is gozer was planned it was unplanned, exactly. It was a surprise. And it was my first character death ever. Like, first character in d and I don't yeah. know. I feel like I took it hard because of that. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately felt bad for killing. For, like, Bryn dying. I felt pretty bad. And I was I was like, oh, man, Elena must be upset. I'm like, I was upset. I tried to hide it with, like, my stupid humor and all the following episodes you guys listened to. Yeah, I cut about 30 to 80% of it out. So. I know. <laughs> I feel like I just kept chiming in and I was like, I probably shouldn't be talking. Your dead body is very quiet. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. I think it... I think it um, affected you more than you're expecting, probably. Is that fair? Oh, for sure. And yeah. you had to deal with me. For like two days, I was not like a wreck, but I was like grieving. Yeah. It was really weird. And then like, I don't know, a couple days. It was hard. That's the beauty of D&D. Like this, this is a real story that we're all invested in and we're attached to these characters. Like It felt really real because I didn't get to do all I wanted to do with Bryn. So... And now Shaft has my money. Yeah. When, uh, I think when Thuff died, it was really tough on Emily for it was. a few days. Thuff yeah. wasn't supposed um, to die. Exactly. Gozer, not so much. Like, cause I think you, like you said, you sort of knew at some point in time it was going to happen. You didn't know when. Right. Yeah, we already talked about all that, so. But yeah, it was definitely not planned. Bryn was trying to be a better person and I think that's the one thing that I didn't get to do as Bryn was like get deeper into druid or just like trend towards redeem redeem yourself yeah like I got into a little 
darkness for a minute but if you think about Bryn's past and like how long she'd actually been like assassinating for money or those type of things it wasn't long and I think Bryn was starting to see like good versus evil versus like you know selfishness versus selflessness I think she was I don't know she was trending towards being better because of Kiara 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 I don't know. <laughs> Do we know your own dead best friend's name? Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> well, we'll never hear that name again. That'll be the last time any of us have to say it. No more bees. Now that her magic no headband campaign. is gone. Yeah. But do you think you would have continued with druid levels? Maybe two levels so I could change into an animal. Yeah. Right? Isn't that level two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what animal I was thinking of, but Elena would want to be a squirrel. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have taken two levels of Druid, is all. So that I could be, like, extra stealthy and sneaky as different. Because do I have to be one animal, or could I have chosen different? You can choose whenever you be shit. Yeah, you so, like, I could have been super stealthy. I think it's, like, anything stealthy. you've seen or something. Yeah. Like as a spider, like climbing yeah. under the crack of a door, like stuff like that. Oh, that would have been sweet. Yeah, there's so much really, really cool utility stuff you can do with Getting surprise druid. rounds. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. Emily, how do you feel getting to finish Gozer's story that way? It was so epic, Jess says. I like that I was the one that finished her off. And I don't know, I'm, I'm sad that she came back. As an undead, as a zombie, but <laughs> I I kind of knew it was gonna happen because I know you now <laughs> enough that I knew that was that was definitely gonna happen. Everyone's coming back as a yeah. zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't coming back as a zombie? Basically, I was more surprised by Uncle Vanette being there. Um, that makes me even sadder that Uncle Vanette was there and had been there for ten years. Yeah. Or somewhere for 10 yeah. years. It sort of shows how long they've been trying to summon Kralakina or something like that, right? How long Erica's been re- reanimating people, I guess. Right. At least it I assume it's Erica. Yeah. Makes you wonder what else has been going on for the past 10 years. Right. <laughs> nothing from Leland. We exist in a world that's existed. I'll just say that, right? Like we exist in a world that had its like problems already started years ago. Yeah. Mhm. 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 Yeah, I think I've been thinking a lot over the past uh, week about the fact that there's um in Leland's mind this there's all sorts of different storylines happening simultaneously and maybe affecting each other or completely independent um that we're you know going to run into at some point or not going to run into and i think that's really really cool to think about and all the new characters we meet you know they're people that have been hanging out wherever they've been all this time when we've been playing and doing their thing and and then you come across them and yeah, I don't know. It's just, I love it. I love D&D. Yeah. Lillian's built a very, I don't want to say nice, because it's not a nice world, but a very mm. comprehensive world yeah. for us to run it's around multi, in. For sure. Multi-layered, lots going on, which is um, which is very cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, but uh, all those layers weren't necessarily there up front, too, right? Like, it's evolved and it's grown as you as characters have also grown. We've been giving him ideas, you know? Bren- Brendel being a deep scion. Yeah, metagamey, gamey. You, yeah, like, the world is also leveling up with you, so. Just not in the way you may want it to. <laughs> <laughs> I always keep in mind there's a ticking clock somewhere in your mind. And something's going to happen if we... Ignore the towers for too don't. much longer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, there's, a, there's a balance there, right? You, we're we're going to have to level up to get strong enough to do this. But we don't want to take too long screwing around or... But, I mean, what's the bigger threat? Well, it's all character-driven, right? Is is the Kraken the biggest threat? Currently, as far as I we mean, know. It could, it, it, it could go out to sea and nobody ever sees it again. Yeah, you think that's what's going to happen? No. He unleashed <laughs> the Kraken Leland. and it's coming back. We just said we know Leland. Yeah. <laughs> Man, am I that predictable already? But for sure, like, what's the bigger threat? Like, Erica, Kraken, slash, Towers, slash, I don't know. There's, like, the tattooed people and different, there's all sorts of stuff. The bugs. There's still Isabella that, you yeah. know, that uh, falls her in, you know, the deal was take out Erica and then she'll give him ultimate power, be part of the club, and that's sort of all disappeared. We're not even talking about that anymore. Yeah. I don't know why he's not talking to her, but hey. That was the other thing, you know, like in the cave, uh, you know, Shaft was trying to get some information when he brought up Isabella's name and Erica's, you know, came up. Find out how this is all connected. Yeah, you got got a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. you did. They serve Erica. I don't think they said they serve Erica. No. She's part of their... I will say you all, there are a few tiny details that a a few of you are, are jumping to conclusions on. And I'm not sure whether or not I should be correcting you. Um, and I'm also not sure whether or not it's you as a, your characters jumping those conclusions or the players also. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Even some of the information you guys may think you know might not be entirely what you think you know. Hmm. Well, that's great. Maybe you should do another <laughs> recap so we can learn what's important. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do a whole lore thing. Just talk about the whole lore of the world and, you know, maybe drop some information in there that... that drop some clues. We might need to know. He has often thought we know more than we know. Yes. You could you could go back and do, do a thing that's like 30 years ago and then show... The uh, the whole interaction with the mayor. Yeah, I want forty years ago. I want to see Samuel yeah. Coltis and the mayor <laughs> Blake Lakely's dad. Signing, yeah, signing contracts. We wouldn't be able to listen to it, but the audience could. Oh, it would That's kill me. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I could do that. Then everybody could see how inept we really are. <laughs> right. <laughs> see the, the the problem with that is as as great as that would. That sounds, uh, like I said, a lot of like layers forming over time. So if what I to do that, it is putting things in stone then for yeah. us right, for true. and for me to forget and screw up in the future, <laughs> as opposed to being able to adapt and change things on the fly that haven't quite been put into stone yet. 
that's kind of putting myself in a corner there. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with that. No one puts Leland in the corner. If listener hasn't realized already, I often DM <laughs> myself into a corner. <laughs> and I'm trying not to do it as often, but it happens quite a bit. <laughs> Is that all the questions? Oh, Jess had one for you, John. We Again, we kind of touched on it, but kind of she asked how... Like what? What's going through Shaft's head now, seeing Danzig in in the state that he is, and do you, does does he think there's it's possible to save him and bring him back? Does he even want to try? Did Shaft know Danzig had died, or was he just missing? Shaft assumed. I mean, I'll say this: your characters don't know this, but he he assumed he was dead. He hasn't seen him in a long time. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's, I probably, would it be okay to reveal any of that, Leland, you think, from prior episodes? Yeah, you should, I think so. This is perfect timing. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, at one point in time, I did use the scrying stone, and I did see, uh, Danzig doing a sacrifice. And that is how Shaft knew Danzig was alive. And this is when Shaft did this, he knew this had something to do with the black goo, which is what drove him to uh, try to convince you guys to go find this treasure in the cave. So Leland's uh, biting at the bits here. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you do it, Leland. Right. And so there was, there. well, while you were in Port Randis, Shaft went... And under the guise of looking for a, a place of where the ne'er do wells uh-huh. dwell and get his freak on, that's when he went to use the scrying stone. And he came back and told the party that he met with a man named Frederick Boddington. Yeah. And that he was offering gold and, and rewards for going to investigate this. this so dam. legitimately, he never met Frederick Boddington. No, it was the beer I was drinking that night. Shaft created Frederick Boddington as a story then for the party. who the heck did Bryn run into? Well, Brendel yeah. also heard the story of Frederick Boddington that Shaft was telling. Oh. It had to be somebody in the bar. Because nobody else knew that name. I made it up on the spot. Yeah. There was never any treasure. <laughs> what? Very so then Brendel had an actor basically tell Bryn, you gotta go, like, driving us to that goo is what you're saying. I wanted to follow the black goo, the black goo to find my brother. Bryn was right to be pissed at Shaft. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you, well, you she's, turning in her, she's turning in her bag of holding right now. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so yes, the, the, the Frederick Boddington that Bryn met, that you briefly mentioned, or not even really mentioned to Shaft at all, really. I never really did, because yeah. I thought there was treasure, and I wanted, he like offered more gold, and I was going to keep more for myself. And but, but you did tell me, was that off mic, or was that No, I did tell you, because I was it? like, you spoke really highly of me. Apparently. I think that was in a past after party that we had talked about that. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Shaft, the character, knows anything about no, any of that. No, no. And I was very surprised that session when Bryn did not say something about meeting Frederick. 
because that was yet another one of those little Clues. crumbs where yeah. you may have been able to stumble upon Brendel's infidelity. Well, I mean, right. I left that conversation with Frederick to then eavesdrop on Falzerin with Brendel, and I highly suspected that Brendel was trying to get Falzerin. First of all, I heard about the trying to contact the Tritons. Right. And then I knew he was trying to get Falzerin away from them, and I was like, why would he want to split us up? Like, it just didn't sit well. Like, I knew something was up, but I didn't... I don't know, I didn't feel confident enough to share it with anyone else. So, I mean, that information was gone with Bryn as well. Yeah, I... I was, it was interesting to me when I heard that you had talked as John had talked to Frederick Boddington. I knew Leland was just screwing with Yeah, that. yeah, this was an after party because the two of you were dying laughing and you're like, we'll have to bring this up later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, see. So yeah, it was, it was all manipulation. Well, I mean, it's not like, a, you know, it's not like me pulling a fast one on you. It's, it's. Felt like Brendel realizing like and observing the way the party acts with each other and how uh, maybe tight-lipped they are even amongst themselves and tr- attempting to take advantage of it. So Brendel yeah. was a mastermind, everybody. <laughs> if anything, I was keeping the brendel in conversation hidden as Brind because I thought I could use it against Falzerin to like get my way at some point or something. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, I know what you guys have talked about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, anyway. Just more threads that get snipped with, along with uh, Brind's life. Cut too short. Yep. In her prime, as they would say. <laughs> she was in her prime. Yeah, so that, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, about, about, How do, you feel do I about, think he's yeah. too, so the the last time I saw uh, my brother, um, I assumed he had, had died, and I knew he had dabbled with um, the dark arts as a warlock, which is why I knew when Falzerin uh, Eldritch cast, Blast. Um, yeah, Eldritch Blast, that it was a warlock spell um, because my brother had had used this in the past. And at the time when he when he did that, I, I asked Leland, uh, I know what the spell is. Do I know what's going on here? So, yeah. Uh, do I think he's worth redeeming? I, I think he mentions in the episode, uh, that's not my brother anymore. Um, right. You know, because he was said he has gills or, you know, he looks like a fish-like creature, I believe you said. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't think, I mean, we don't know yet, uh, but Shaft, Shaft is a little torn right now. He, he just saw his brother raise this, uh, Kraken from, from the depths. No, your brother watched his brother raise a Kraken from the depths. Yes. <laughs> Technically I Shaft, know. uh, yeah, <laughs> that's. Technically true. Yep. <laughs> but, but I think I think we all realized that uh, there was no way out of that. If I didn't do it, somebody else was going to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And yeah, you would have exactly. been dead. And and we would have been dead. So, There's that we yeah. again. You would have been dead. Falzer and I would have made it out <laughs> there. You would have been dead. Falzer would have crit fail a stealth check again. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good thing that chanting was really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we hope you liked the uh, beginning of Chapter 2 as much as we all did, because 
but it it was a way to start for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a good batch of episodes. They were really good. Oh man, that first episode, nuts. Yeah, that worked out. That worked out timing wise, just about right for an episode, didn't it? When Bryn died. Yeah. It yeah, did. that was perfect. That was like literally, yeah, yeah, it was. Bryn's dead. Yeah. Wow. It was a really good episode, though. It was a crazy cool fight. Yep. So we got good stuff coming down the line. Yeah, it only gets better from here in. Quite a few uh, already in the in the bag, and um, we're getting back on our regular Monday Thursday releases, and got some special stuff coming up pretty soon, right? Yeah, another set of NPC guests. Yep. Yeah, that that's a lot going to be a lot of fun for everyone to be able to hear. Um, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to mention again, anyone who's listening probably knows about the fact that we're doing giveaways, but there's two more coming. So keep your eyes peeled. Oh God, Emily, stop peeling your eyes. Ew. <laughs> oh, they're falling out. So incorrigible of you. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Yeah. We were kind of blown away by, uh, the response from the first one. So yes, we're, uh, it's starting keep to it dwindle coming. now. Yeah. But it'll be fun to launch a couple more. And when when are we when are we finishing that one up, Bill? Uh, it was a two week. Yeah. So when this releases, it'll be uh, on the twenty first. I think is when it's over, right? Yes, yep. that's right. And this releases on the twentieth, so it'll be the next day. Yeah. So I guess if you haven't entered yet and you want to, um, head over to Twitter or Instagram to win a pair of metal diehard dice. Yeah. Very They're pretty, pretty dice. Nice. They're sweet. Shipping uh, anywhere in the world. We pay for the dice. We pay for the shipping. You can kind of pick from a handful of different options there. All right. Wait, well, are you going to sing me a song, Leland? I mean, Bryn a song? Yeah, are you going to sing Bryn a song? Oh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no way. All right. You can you can, you can can sing it next time. On Hold the on a party. sec. Hold on a sec. I did... I didn't expect you to say Hastily yeah. prepare something. Oh, no. Yes. So, bear with I'm me. Nervous. I haven't had much time to rehearse. Is it anything like the Christmas poem that you... No, it is another Thuft-esque parody song. As right. uh, I'm sorry to any new listeners. I hope this doesn't drive you away. <laughs> 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 but we have somehow stumbled upon an Incredible Party tradition as whenever a major... NPC slash PC dies, a song is sung in their honor. And uh, to date, I have sung one of them. And one of our <laughs> beloved NPC guests, Mr. Stephen Bonacore, was kindly obliged and sang Gozer her own send-off song. So I wrote this, and I kind of looked at Bryn, and I thought, she seems lost to me. And just kind of finally like reaching out and, and connecting so i parodied the, the police's message in a bottle <laughs> yes <laughs> okay <laughs> hold on i'm gonna play this in the background so i have the tune so i <laughs> <laughs> did not expect you to go through with it just an orphaned elf Grew up in the trees, oh, living lonely life. Then she heard some bees, oh, 
She sneaky sneaks with her magic bow. Friendly's adjacent. She'll sneak attack her foes. She died saving Falsies, but she died saving Falsies. They stuffed her inside of a. They stuffed her inside of a body bag of holding. Yes. Body bag of holding. That was amazing. Well, well done. Awesome. You need to put the tune softly behind. That. I think I so. Think <laughs> oh, yeah. Thankfully, we're not popular enough to have to worry about copyright strike, so we can nah. get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I think we can do it. <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad we ended on that note. <laughs> okay. I've been John and Shaft. I'm Emily. I'm Elena. I, I don't have another name anymore. I've been Bill and Falzerin. And I'm Leland Steele. I guess I should have said, I'm Emily and Shakara. Oh, well. Happy adventuring. <laughs> Happy adventuring. I wish we were recording this. Well, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Lena quotable. Tell you guys that we haven't been recording all this time. No, I meant like video. There's so much going on in the video. (laughs) I can't believe you rolled a nat twenty. This is so fun. Oh yeah.